Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hi, this is Christy Walsh with Surfing the Psychic Waves, and welcome to the ninth episode on Inflow Radio. And this show, we are surfing with the planets. So we have lots of energetic forces to play with out there. In our usual neighborhood, there's the sun, the moon, the earth, and for some of you, inner earth. Um, and we're connected with these forces on a daily basis. And there's couple of bells going on in the background. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Um, but today we are thinking outside our usual neighborhood haunts and we're looking at the energy of the planets we think of in our solar system and a few others we can connect with also. And so we're talking today about reaching out to uh, the planets you've heard of before like Mercury or Saturn or Mars or Venus, uh, Jupiter, hopefully we'll see Jupiter today, uh, Uranus, uh, Pluto, and Neptune, which is always uh, a fun planet to visit. And then apparently there's a new one called Planet Nine. So that's just kind of in discovery right now. And I think one of the great things that's kind of going on with astronomy today is that we're always getting new information and there's always new websites to go check out uh, on a regular basis. I'm always checking uh, kind of the space weather. And if you go to spaceweather.com, you can uh, sort of check in and see what's going on with the sun. Are there solar flares? Is there a meteor shower? Um, for example, there's a Gemini meteor shower going on right now. Um, and uh, the Earth is kind of in it, and you should be able to see uh, some of these meteors coming in um, in the couple of hours before dawn. So uh, there's always something going on, and it just reminds us that we have many ways to connect with energy. And so uh, some of you uh, have uh, astrology in your background. Uh, you might also go to a website called astro.com and look up uh, where the planets kind of are uh, in relationship to your own astrology chart. And if you notice, when you do look at an astrology chart for yourself, you might notice that there are planets or sort of areas of the chart that kind of grab you. Um, and it might be a different sort of thing that's happening every time you look at the chart. So sometimes it might be what's going on with Jupiter or what's going on with Saturn. You know, where is Pluto in my chart right now? And so uh, as you kind of look at those sort of energies, there's other ways to, to work with those energies uh, in meditation. And so um, what we have planned for you today is a little uh, meditation, and we'll start by going out to Jupiter. Um, we'll also say hello to Saturn and maybe Pluto if there's time. We just sort of have to see how far we can go in the cosmos today. And so what I'm hoping to sort of uh, let you guys see is that not only are there lots of other energies to connect to, but they can also inform your world. And so if you're trying to solve a problem, uh, you might be drawn to a certain planet. Maybe you've been looking at your astrology chart and you notice, oh, Saturn, kind of, I keep, you keep being drawn to Saturn. Well, what if you visit Saturn 
and ask just different questions. What if you drop into the planet itself and see what's going on on the inside of it? Um, you know, there's lots of other beings and other energies to play with. And so they can offer healing. You can uh, certainly learn other things on other planets. There's just a lot going on. So when you think about planets and where they might be in the sky, um, we kind of think of them in terms of constellations of our astrology chart, like Leo or Cancer or Gemini, you know, the constellation of Virgo, for example. And so if you think about the sun, kind of represents vitality. Um, it has lots of sort of uh, interpretations of how it informs the planet. Um, and we might think of about the sun as far as uh, the Leo constellation, or maybe the moon, which is Cancer, or Mercury, which is Gemini and Virgo. And so each of the planets sort of have their affiliation with different constellations. Like Venus, it could be Libra and Taurus. For Mars, it could be Aries. Uh, Jupiter, it's Sagittarius. Uh, Saturn, it's Capricorn. Um, and currently right now in the sky, Saturn is actually in the constellation of Capricorn. And so all of these planets have different lengths of time that they spend in their orbit around the sun. And um, they kind of go backwards and forwards, and that's what we call a retrograde. And uh, they can inform our world just by the constellation they might be traveling through. And so uh, Uranus, we might think of Uranus as affiliated with Aquarius as its home sort of constellation. Uh, Neptune, uh, we look at that as being like illusion, super sensory, kind of that transcendental realm when we think about Neptune as a planet. Um, but its home sign is Pisces. And Pluto, which is one of my favorites to go to in meditation, uh, we look at that as being affiliated with Scorpio. And uh, there's lots of things going on with Pluto um, in different uh, stories of Greek mythology or Roman mythology, Pluto is sort of associated with power. And yet when you actually visit Pluto, there's all sorts of other things going on. So with any of these planets, um, at first glance, you might have a certain relationship to them just based on your current experience. And then when you get into meditation, you kind of learn about them a little bit more and how they relate to you. And so, you know, Mars might be planet that you might go to a meditation and it's very calming for you where if you whereas if you go to venus it's just like party atmosphere so it, it just really depends on the person and kind of what your experience is um and even if you sort of play with the information you do have about these planets already just in your everyday life kind of growing up and science class and stuff like that uh you can actually use that and uh it's just a starting place, and then you kind of keep adding to your own personal knowledge of the cosmos. Um, there's other uh, centaurs and asteroids and other dwarf planets um, we can talk about um, that you'll hear or you may have heard of. Um, there's Ceres, Pallas, Eris, Juno, and Vesta, um, and certainly Chiron. Chiron uh, does play a pretty big role in astrology charts anyway it was only founded though in 1977 so some of uh, these planets are kind of new to the scene 
or planets, dwarf planets, centaurs, and asteroids. But they uh, still sort of come with either their sort of mythology background um, as a place to start as we kind of interact with them, or you can actually sort of visit them in meditation and find out some more on your own. And let's see if the scientists can catch up. <laughs> so sometimes you'll notice that uh, you'll see kind of um, different experiences with these planets in meditation that you might notice sort of the topography of the planet on the outside um, of it. And um, you might notice that the scientific writings behind it actually match up. So um, you might be discovering something at the same time in meditation that some scientists somewhere on the planet is also discovering about um, these planets or centaurs or asteroids or even the comets. So um, it's pretty interesting kind of when all these pieces of knowledge kind of come together um, and they start to inform your world. So what I'd like to do now is to sort of get you into uh, a little preparation for this cosmic surf that we're going to be doing today. Um, we're going to first travel to Jupiter. And so many of you out there as very capable psychics and meditators and healers, um, you're used to sort of spreading your energy around, maybe splitting yourself apart a little bit. You know, you have a lot going on during the day, you have your energy all over the place. And so what you want to do when you do a meditation like this, that's sort of considered out of the body, you really want to collect your energy first in and around you. So if you just imagine, if you're sitting or standing, that's fine. You can imagine that um, you're calling back all the pieces of you that you might have left along the way in your travels today, maybe over this past week. And you just sort of let these little pieces of energy, these little blobs of energy, come back into your space. And when I mean into your space, I mean in that space around you that's about uh, six feet out in front of you, behind you. And then you want to bring it in close, like three feet in and around you. Above your head, below your feet, you want to just imagine your energy sort of coming in close to the body. Yeah, there you go. Sometimes you might want to take a couple deep breaths, settle back into that space behind your eyes. For some of you, it might feel more comfortable in this space since we are going to be traveling um, to be in the top of your head, and that's totally fine in that crown chakra. As you kind of call in your energy close to you, your chakras do do different things. Um, we normally talk about seven chakras, but there's a lot of chakras, a lot of meridian points. There's just a lot going on with the body. Okay. There we go. So if you have this bubble around you of your own energy, you can imagine that this sort of bubble around you, it could be like a champagne bubble, very see-through, maybe has a little color associated with it. It could look like a soap bubble. It could be like a balloon that you can see out of as you pull in your aura. You want to give yourself a little bit of room, maybe three feet in and around you. Uh, for some of you, you can, uh, what we call ground, this sort of bubble around you, like a little tether to the center of the earth. Um, some of you folks really like that, and you can imagine just a really nice 
uh, rope from the center of your body or the base of your spine all the way down to the center of the earth. There you go. And some of you might like that a little bit better. And others <laughs> might already be in their bubble, like off to Jupiter right now. So we might have to catch up with you. So uh, other folks might want to get a little more fancy using geometric shapes. You can imagine yourself um, with a six-pointed star or maybe more points around your energy. Um, you can imagine a triangle with the point uh, above your head and the base um, below your feet. And then you can imagine another intersecting triangle with the base above your head and the point below your feet and just have them all intersect. And so you're kind of getting this three-dimensional star formation around you of your energy. We call that a Merkaba. It's called different things in different modalities. You could call it a star. It's totally fine. You can ground that star if you'd like to. You don't have to. But what you want to notice in this space, as we kind of gathered our energy around us, is that you're kind of in a neutral state. So you might have some information about the planets. You might be interested in learning a little bit more about them. Um, you might run into things on this little journey we're going to take uh, that might uh, pique your curiosity. So if you find yourself drawn to somewhere else in the cosmos, that's totally okay. Um, our flight path today is going to Jupiter, but if you get distracted and want to go somewhere else, we totally understand. There's a lot of stars and planets to see. So uh, I'd like you to just imagine that your energy around you is full of your own energy. There's a lot of your energy. You have it really close to you, and you are ready to go. You're in the center of your head, in the center of the space. All right, so you can imagine, you can close your eyes if you want to, or you can keep them open, however you want to experience that. You can imagine that you're in this place in your hometown, in this area of the country you might be living in. There's folks around the globe listening to this, so wherever your country is, you can just imagine that your little bubble, your Merkaba star, is starting to float upwards above this area that you live in. You might notice some airplanes flying by, the sky around you. And then I'd just like you to just imagine that it's self-propelling up above the earth. So just take a deep breath. You just sort of notice that you're swimming out. You're propelling outwards from the planet. And that now you're kind of in a space where you're looking back at the planet where you usually hang out. You might notice that some parts of the earth are kind of darker with, you know, little lights everywhere. There's other parts of the planet that are in full sun as you sort of zoom out. And in this state, I'd like you to sort of turn around or move your view where the earth is behind you. And I'd like you to just sort of self-propel towards Jupiter. 
And you'll notice lots of other energies flying around you right now. There might be a comet. There might be a little asteroid. You might see the sun over there. Maybe the moon to your right. And as you keep propelling forward, you might notice out in front of you this really great big energy. It might look blue to some of you. It might look like a different color. It might look a little hazy. That's great. So just notice what this big ball of energy looks like to you. You can notice in this moment, it only takes a few seconds to actually go from Earth to Jupiter. The reason why we're kind of hanging out with Jupiter today and making friends with Jupiter is that it is the planet that sort of represents this idea of luck, making things bigger. It's about big business. It's about lots of different kinds of structures. It's a little bit like having a very big father figure or grandfather figure sort of out in front of you. It's welcoming. It's pretty boisterous. And yet it's calm too. So as you look at this giant looming planet out in front of you, you can let that Merkaba sort of float around just sort of the surface. You may not want to touch down. You might want to keep sort of circling Jupiter until you sort of see these clouds that start to form a circle, kind of like what you've seen like a tornado when you're looking at a tornado from space. And what we're looking for is that uh, center axis of Jupiter. And as you notice, there's maybe one that sort of piques your interest. And I'd like you to just notice that you can be drawn to that sort of circular cloud formation. And we're going to drop right through that cloud, right into the atmosphere of Jupiter. As you take a deep breath, as this energy changes a little bit, you can drop right through the center of Jupiter. Inside the planet, other things happen relative to the surface. So as we drop right into the center of the space that we're calling Jupiter, you can sort of start to experience this sort of whooshing energy and this idea that you're starting to find uh, a landing. And for some of you, this might be very, like a soft sort of slowing down of energy. And as we're in this state, in the center of Jupiter, you might notice that it actually looks like you're on the surface of something. You might notice the colors of a sky. You might notice some beings 
They could be spiritual. They could be animal-like. You might notice other structures. So in this state, you might notice that you might have a memory of being here before. You might notice that you have some past history with Jupiter. You might notice that there's actually different structures here, and one of them might be a library. You might ask yourself, now that you're in the center of Jupiter, what would you like to see? Where is your curiosity drawing you to? Is it that structure in the distance that sort of looks like a library, maybe like a temple? Or is it this open space where you see different types of like animals, I want to call them. I'm not sure what they are. So just notice any other energies that are kind of giving you a little bit of a boost. Maybe you're revving up in your own energy. You might notice kind of an ancient enthusiasm of being a space explorer from long ago. It's kind of coming back into your awareness. There you go. There are other sort of waterfall-like structures, and you might want to explore one of those. And as you're in front of one of these water-like structures, it's like a waterfall and a water fountain kind of all together. You can put your hands out. Even with your Merkava or your star, your bubble still around you. And you can experience that fluid energy. And this might be where Jupiter just says hello to you. It might be here with this sort of fluid energy happening that you say hello to the planet like it was an old friend. And as you do this and look around, you might notice there's other folks <laughs> in their bubbles around you exploring other parts of this inner space of Jupiter. You can wave and say hello. But you might want to wander off into an, your own sort of space, your own area. 
and just sort of be with this energy that's in the center of this planet. Is it a strengthening energy? A calming energy? A creative energy? Find out what that is for you. Great. And as you're in the center of the space in Jupiter, I'd like you to ask for whatever communication you would like to give to Jupiter and Jupiter would like to give to you. So I'd like you to imagine this two-way exchange, whether it's just sort of this fluid energy in front of that waterfall. Maybe it's like checking out books at a library. Maybe it's presenting an offering to a sacred site on Jupiter. And in this space, you just want to say thank you for the visit. And I'd like you to make plans to return here. Maybe there are beings that you'd like to return and have a conversation with. Maybe learn a little bit more about the planet. Whatever that is. So in this moment, I'd like you to just gather up your energy one more time as you say your goodbyes. I'd like you to imagine that bubble around you, that star energy in and around you. As you start to float up through the center of that axis of Jupiter, So you're back on the surface of Jupiter, just kind of floating around, checking out the topography. There we go. You might see a few more of your friends doing the same same exercise. (laughs) You could just wave to them. And as you start to zoom out, you might notice kind of just the bigness of Jupiter may not seem so big right now since you're better acquainted with this planet. And I'd like you to zoom out a little bit more where you're seeing sort of space and other planets and stars around Jupiter. As it starts to fade behind you, I'd like you to turn your attention toward Earth. as you start to zoom back to your home planet. To your home area. 
I'd like you just to imagine that Merkaba around you, it's speeding fast towards your home, fast towards that chair that you left earlier, fast towards that home structure that you were in. And as you start to settle back into your home space, I'd like you to just notice that you still are in this space behind your eyes. You still have this energy in and around you. You might notice your feet on the floor, your body in a chair, wherever you're sitting, standing, and that you're back in your home base. There we go. You might want to open up your eyes, take a look around you. All right. So as you kind of integrate this space, uh, realizing that, wow, you just left your body and came back. Um, <laughs> you had a job to do. You went to go see your friend Jupiter, and now you're back. And uh, in this space, you might notice that you have a little bit more uh, new creative energy to play with right in this moment. Um, and like I said, there's many uh, ways to interact with Jupiter. And uh, you can definitely go back anytime you'd like. There are definitely beings that uh, do work with that planet that can offer healing or guidance, um, and you can have conversations with them. So what I think I'd like to do is take a little break, and uh, we'll put you back in your Merkaba, your star, your bubble, and we're going to go to Saturn. So stay tuned. This is Christy Walsh. We hope you're enjoying the surf today. Come find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing, on SoundCloud or Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves, and check out the archives on inflowradio.com. Hey, I would love to hear what waves you're surfing right now. For live shows, here's the number to call. 1-760-456-7277. That number again, 1-760-456-7277. Hi, this is Christy Walsh, and we are surfing the psychic waves today. And today, we are surfing the planets. So we, in the first part of the show, we went out uh, to go see our friend Jupiter, that giant planet, and now we're going to do another exercise where we're actually going to go out to see Saturn. And uh, the point of this is to sort of let you see the different types of energies and um, that they're available to you. You can interact with them just like you would a person, um, and there's lots going on Um on the surface of the planet as well as inside the planet. So what we did with Jupiter is we found the access um, of the planet and they all kind of have different things going on with their 
axes. Um, it's not exactly 90 degree angles and stuff like that. Um, and we'll talk about that more at another time, but, uh, they're all kind of, they all have their unique sort of structure and, uh, Saturn has a couple of other things going on with its, uh, sort of core energy. And so what we'll do now is, uh, take a little trip to Saturn We'll kind of experience sort of the outside sort of atmosphere of Saturn and what happens when we drop inside uh, that planet. And so it, it'll be a little bit different than Jupiter, um, but you might notice that uh, there's a lot to do. <laughs> so uh, I like to just have you take a deep breath and settle back into uh, that space behind your eyes. And uh, as we do this, we're going to sort of gather our energy in and around you as very capable psychics and meditators and healers. We're really good at splitting apart our energy and leaving it everywhere as we kind of go about our day. But for this case, when we're doing sort of an out-of-body meditation, we want to gather ourselves up. We want to be kind of compact. And uh, so let's just take a deep breath. Let's call our energy back to ourselves. It's like all of a sudden you're kind of using your magnetism to pull all these little pieces of yourself back together. This is something uh, that everyone does, by the way. It's not quite that unique, but it's great to be able to pull yourself back together. So anyway, I'd like you to imagine yourself in a bubble like we did before. It can look like a soap bubble or a champagne bubble. It can look like a Merkaba, which is like a star, six-pointed star. It can look three-dimensional or any other type of um, geometric form. You can be in a big cube if you want to be, if you want to try that this time. And I'd like you to just notice that you have your energy in and around you, and you're in this space behind your eyes. For some of you, if you were to be on top of your head in that crown chakra, that might feel better. So you can imagine that this sort of energy that you have in and around you, you might want to actually have like a tether to the center of the earth or a grounding cord. It might look like a giant piece of rope from the base of the spine to the center of the earth. Some of you folks might want to um, be tethered to the center of the earth just to give you a little support. Other folks, we might have to catch up and find you on Saturn already. So it's just kind of what feels good to you. Okay, so since we've already done this before in the first half of the show, um, you can see how that we move through this sort of state very quickly. So here we are in this space behind our eyes in our Merkaba, and we're going to start to zoom out from our home space, from our home country. And I'd like you to just imagine that you're floating up, you're self-propelling up and away from wherever you're sitting or lying down up into the sky, you're kind of looking back over your shoulder at your house, wherever it is you're living. 
maybe you're doing this at work in your office, totally fine. Um, you can imagine looking at that. And I'd like you to zoom out a little more until you can sort of see the whole earth out in front of you. You might notice in this state different aspects of light on the earth. Maybe some of it's in darkness and some of it's illuminated by the sun. Great. And I'd like you to just zoom out a little bit more. Currently, there is a Gemini meteor shower right now. And so you might notice that there's lots of other pieces of space rock flying around (laughs) as you kind of look out into the cosmos. So I'd like you to just sort of have the earth behind you as you start to propel forward towards that planet that we call Saturn. So as we kind of zoom towards Saturn, you might notice that these rings that are around Saturn that we all sort of know about and talk about, that they actually extend out really, really far from the planet. In fact, you already might be sort of really close to one of the outer rings right now. You might want to jump over those rings and sort of float above them. Some of you might want to go right through them, experience all those rings. (laughs) They might look like a fog. You might experience this as bands of energy. And as you sort of move through those rings, i like you just to get to a spot on the surface of Saturn where you're kind of noticing the atmosphere and the weather and the colors. Sometimes in our travels through astronomy, we've sort of noticed that Saturn's a little bit orange or a little bit fuchsia, a little bit red kind of as we sort of talk about it, but that may not be the color that you're seeing right now. You may notice that the weather is really different and that the feeling of Saturn is very different from where we were earlier. So as you kind of float along that surface of the planet, I'd like you to find that axis. And that axis of Saturn that north or south pole of Saturn, it might look like a little kind of bumpy, craggly rocks around it. With the center depression. So as you kind of find this spot along Saturn where it looks like you could just jump right into the center of the planet, I'd like you to find that now. You might notice that that spot around that access point has a lot of different kinds of energy with it. 
And there might be other energies that are hanging out there. There we go. So as you start to sort of drop into that center of that planet, you start to make your way into this sort of center spot. You might notice there's a couple of levels where you could sort of jump off over there, you could jump off over there, but no, you're going to keep going a little bit farther into the center of that planet until you kind of find that your propelling sort of stops, it slows down. And you kind of rest on a surface. And you might notice as you look around that there's different kinds of structures on this planet than the other one we were just at. You might notice that you're being greeted by beings. These spiritual beings might be caretakers of Saturn. And so some of you might want to go off and sort of have a communication with these beings. And others of you might want to keep going to look at the structures that you're seeing on Saturn. They're a little cathedral-like. little bit jewel-like. And as you start to go into one of these structures, just notice how much space you have in this moment. And as you sort of enjoy this new sort of structure that you're in, that is not something that really exists on Earth, I'd like you to just sort of talk to that structure. What is it for? What does it do? How could it contribute to your energy? Could it allow you to expand parts of yourself that you forgot about? Could it encourage talents? and energy that maybe you haven't thought of to use. So I'd like you to just notice in this structure that other beings are saying hello to you and they're welcoming you. And you're introducing yourself. And they've been expecting you. <laughs> In fact, a couple of nights ago, they were already talking to you. You might notice that you actually have been to Saturn before in dream time. It's starting to feel pretty familiar. Some of you might feel this is a second home. And as these beings sort of get acquainted with you, you might notice there's this music that you're hearing in the background. And I'd like you to just follow where that is. Where is that coming from? 
And as you enter this chamber, I'd like you to just let that music sort of envelope you. And notice that it offers a type of healing that maybe you haven't experienced before. Great. And as you sort of move through that musical experience, I'd like you to notice if there's any instruments that you can see or beings that you're noticing that are making these sounds. There you go. And as you keep moving forward, you might notice that you're moving to a space that's sort of outside. And as you make your way through different sort of grasses and Saturn-like trees, I'm not sure you can call them trees, as you make your way through those structures, you might notice that there's a, even more animal-like creatures that are coming to you and saying hello. Great. And as you continue forward, maybe you have a couple of those animal-like creatures following you. You can keep going till you get to a spot that sort of looks like a bench. And I'd like you to just sort of hang out there for a little bit. And I'd like you to just really get into that space of understanding what this energy is of Saturn. If you were going to receive a whole bunch of energy from a planet, just imagine that coming into your space now. All the sights and sounds. All the healing energies, emotional energies. And even structural energies.
as you sit here, you might notice that you have been here before. You've been to this planet before. You've worked energy on this planet before. And you might want to just integrate what that is. All right. I'd like you to notice if you turn to your left, you might have a being from Saturn sitting next to you. It might be one that you've worked with before. It might be a new friend. And I'd like you to just make a little arrangement that you'll come back and see this friend again and get a little more acquainted. we go. All right. So I'd like you to say your goodbyes to this being sitting next to you. Might still have some animals around you. You might want to say goodbye to them too. I'm not quite sure I should be calling them animals, but whatever they are. And I'd like you to just imagine that you're making your way back to that center point of Saturn. And as you make your way back and you wave your goodbyes, I'd like you to just imagine that you're popping through that center column of Saturn until you're above it and looking down. You might notice the cosmos around you. You might notice those rings again. And for some of you, you might want to go through the rings all over again on your exit. That's fine. Some of you might want to just skip over all that (laughs) into the cosmos as you make your way back to Earth. So you might want to wave goodbye to Saturn and say thank you for having me. And as you make your way back to Earth, I'd like you to notice just kind of what the planet looks like from this vantage point. This sort of green, blue marble that we're very used to. I'd like you to just imagine that you're starting to hover above your home state, your hometown, your home country. And start to drop down into your home environment. And I like, I'd like you to notice your space as you're sort of settling back into your chair, couch, however you were sitting before you left. And just notice the space around you. And notice how quickly that all happened. And as you start to get acquainted with Earth again, <laughs> you might notice the space around you, your Merkava, your, you know, champagne bubble that it might have a little bit more energy than it did when it left. So I'd encourage you for the future to start to experiment with some of the other planets. Uh, Uranus is always 
pretty wild. Uh, there's lots of stuff going on there. Um, Pluto looks like a very tiny uh, planet to visit, and yet when you get there, it's very big. Um, definitely Mars and Venus are always a a good um, a good journey. There's different things happening on Mars than on Venus, and you know we have lots of sort of information about what kind of energies those planets sort of hold, but that's not exactly how that will be for each one of us. We have our personal relationship with all these sort of energetic forms. So um, it's been great to sort of show you guys um, how I surf with the planets. I'm sure you're going to experience lots of different things, and I'd love to hear about it. Uh, we do have a uh, an email link on the Inflow Radio um, website. And uh, up next, we're going to be talking to Venus Andrecht and Summer McStravick on Inflow Radio. And they have uh, all sorts of things lined up for you guys today. Um, and if it wasn't for Venus and Summer, I don't think I'd be here. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're kind of the reason how I got into all this. Thanks, guys. So anyway, um, I'd loved uh, sharing this with you. And let me know your thoughts. And uh other places you visit um, as you surf the cosmic waves. So thanks. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.